Hello, and welcome to Citizens Climate Radio, your climate change podcast. Wait, where's the music? Hello? Music? Oh, wait, right. There's no music on this episode because this is not a normal episode. This is a bonus episode. We are using this month to work on some very fresh new material, but I thought, I don't want to just leave you hanging. I've got some great stuff for you. Hi, I'm Peter Santoscano, host of Citizens Climate Radio, and today I'm going to share with you some very, very good news about something that actually happened in Congress. Yeah, it's awesome. It happens. I'm also going to share with you some of what's coming up this year and point to last year about things you may have missed. Unlike normally, I have nothing scripted for this show except for the good news story. I just turned on the mic and I'm just going to talk. I'm super excited about the upcoming season, 2024 season. I'm working with two amazing new interns who you're going to meet next month. And we have a whole series of great shows lined up for you with some pretty incredible guests. So in February, we have Brian Etling, who's been on the show before. He's the climate change comedian. He sat down with me and shared his story, which is moving and hilarious. And together we collaborated and have turned it into somewhat of a radio drama with some amazing and fun sound effects and music. But in the midst of all the silliness, there's some real depth to it, of course, and some lessons for all of us who are climate communicators. We will also have Tamara Staten back for the Resilience Corner, and we're going to have a very brand new segment, the CCL Youth Corner. So that's coming up next month. Plus, I visit some New York museums that are taking on climate change. In March, we're going to actually reboot an old episode, episode nine. We're remastering it and bringing it back and updating it. It's with Eileen Flanagan. She's an activist, a Quaker from Philadelphia, and she does some wonderful training about change work and change agents, which, which all of us who are doing climate work, we are change agents. So she looks at the various roles that we can take on, in particular, the roles of advocate, rebel, helper, or organizer. And then we're going to have Dana Nuccicelli back with the Nerd Corner. In April, we're going to hear about an art project that was not just beautiful, that was not just something that brought a whole community together, but literally changed a law, a law that people had been working on. And it was this art project that tipped things in the balance. And you're going to hear about a new book from Elizabeth Rush. And then from there, oh, there's just surprises coming up. Now, in addition to our regular monthly show, we are also going to be presenting in 2024 two very special limited series. One is Voces del Cambio. This is a Spanish language podcast that will be on a separate feed which will be hosted by Karina Taylor and me. In it, we're gonna take each episode to look at a various country in Latin America or a region, and it will be all in Spanish. So if you're a Spanish speaker, if you are learning Spanish, this will be a great opportunity for you. And I'll definitely be sure to give you more information about that. And another project that has been in the work for a couple of years actually, is a project about looking at climate change through the lens of a true crime podcast. Are you a fan of true crime podcast? I know I am. 
And we were thinking like, well, how could we look at climate change as a crime? A really good true crime podcast has lots of unexpected twists and turns to it. So if we just said like, well, who's responsible for climate change? It's not that interesting. But there's another story that took place at the end of the 90s until about 2007 that really is a big crime. And it's about how the United States went from having bipartisan support to do something about climate change to within a decade, there suddenly being complete partisan disagreement to the point where some people even disagreed that it was a thing, like it wasn't even happening. That's a crime. And the people behind it, well, it's not as obvious as you would imagine. With that particular podcast that I will be working with Horace Moe, an intern from last year, and Lily Russian, we're going to work on this and actually speak with conservatives. Because a lot of the movement that happened to deny the reality of climate change, a lot of it came from conservative forces. But you will find out not exclusively. So we sit with conservatives who are concerned about climate change, particularly folks at two different podcasts, The Green Tea Party and Eco Rights Speaks. So they will be our talking heads as we unearth and dig through this true crime story. Now, before I tell you our good news story today, which is really, really exciting, I want to invite you to get back in touch with us. This is your show. I mean, that's how I see it. You are our audience. Like every episode, when I sit down as a team, we're like, what does our audience need? What does our audience member desire and need to do their work well as climate advocates? The main thrust of the show remains. It is to cheer you on in the work that you do, which is so vital which is hard too. And, you know, you might be alone in it in your community or it might feel that way. And so we're here to give you tips and share strategies, share good news, because there is good news out there that we need to hear or else we get overwhelmed with all the other news. So I want to hear from you. Give us a call. We actually have a call line. You can leave a voicemail and you can leave a message for me. I could even call you back if you like. I'm really curious about what our listeners are thinking. What do you think about our show? What do you like about it? What do you want us to keep? What do you want us to change? Is it too long? Is it too short? What are ideas, topics, guests, books, resources that you would like us to share? So we're really interested and we will read every message that you send to us and we will listen to every voicemail. So I'm going to give you the details now and I'll give them again at the end of the show. Our email address is radio at citizensclimate.org. That's radio at citizensclimate.org. And our phone number is area code 619-512-9646. Plus one if you're calling from outside the USA. That's 619-512-9646. And to see all of our show notes from all 91 shows, you can just visit cclusa.org slash radio. Now, I'm going to tell you a good news story that has really gotten me 
very, very excited. Our good news story comes to us today from Flannery Winchester, who wrote an incredible blog post about some good news. Flannery is the Senior Director of Communications at Citizens Climate Lobby. And here's the good news. The Prove-It Act has just leaped a significant hurdle, passing the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee with a resounding 15 to 4 vote. So what does Prove-It stand for? It's providing reliable, objective, verifiable emissions, intensity, and transparency. You can see why they call it Prove It instead. This bill is a bipartisan effort, and it aims to study carbon pollution from U.S. manufacturing and compare it with other countries. It is an absolutely crucial step in using trade policy to reduce global emissions. And it's funny, but these, like, weird little nerdy geeky kind of things like permitting reform and and the prove it act these are actually essential building blocks to getting across the finish line all kinds of important climate legislation so how did this happen well in part because of you (laughs) thanks to citizen climate lobby and supporters and listeners it happened because of you Right before CCL had its international conference in D.C. last year, senators from both sides of the aisle agreed to introduce the bill. Then, during CCL's lobby day, over 400 meetings discussed the bill, with Representative Scott Peters expressing support for a House version of the bill. This momentum continued with volunteers contacting congressional offices surpassing their goal of 5,000 messages with an astounding 14,600 messages. Local media and op-eds across the country echoed this support. Volunteers educated their communities, garnering attention and appreciation from senators. And it wasn't just talk. CCL social media and volunteer training dove into the details, rallying for more support. In fact, as you look at the campaign, you see an incredible strategy of how to build momentum and political will. So fast forward to January 2024. With a targeted mobilization, CCL volunteers made impactful calls to committee members, leading to more senators co-sponsoring the bill. And the result? Well, it's a bipartisan victory in the committee with an unexpected support from some Republicans. So what's next for the Prove It Act? Well, stay tuned as we'll definitely keep you updated on its journey and how you can continue to make a difference. It's so important to remember that when we come together and we voice our concerns, we definitely can move the needle. It's not an impossibility. We're seeing it in action. So how can you do something? How can you get involved? Well, visit cclusa.org slash action. This is a great spot for you to go on a regular basis because there's all kinds of different actions you can get involved with. You can join with thousands and thousands of others in voicing your concerns. And if you're from outside of the USA, visit cclusa.org and you can find out also about CCL's international wing and where you can get involved with your country. Remember, when we work together, we make a big difference. Before we end, I told you about what's coming up in 2024. I want to review a little bit of the amazing shows that we were able to put together for 2023. And if you 
didn't get to check out any of these shows, I'm going to just kind of go through very quickly what they are. And you can see like, is there one here that like you definitely would like to listen to that would mean a lot to you? So going back to, oh, should we do the whole year? Why not? Let's do the whole year. (laughs) Going back to the beginning of 2023, we had an episode that looked at unleashing imaginations for climate change. Because as climate advocates, we need to articulate what it is that we're fighting for, what's possible, and engaging our imagination is essential to inspire others. Then in February 2023, we met two women so compelled by their wilderness experiences that they published books about them. Uh, And I have to say, this episode in particular has had a profound effect on me and how I view nature. It like literally reshaped the way I see the natural world. It was that powerful. In March of 2023, we met some young lobbyists, high school students, and we raised the question, are lobbyists good or bad? Are they evil? There's a perception of the evil lobbyist. So with my co-host, Ruth Abraham, an intern at the time, we asked four high schoolers about the secret world of lobbying. And we asked, are you evil? No, they're not. They're not evil at all. Now, in episode 83, which is in April of 2023, we had a delicious deep dive episode into the not-so-cool effects of air conditioning. And it like looked at the whole history of air conditioning with Eric Wilson, who had recently published a book about air conditioning. It sort of blew all of our minds. And it was funny because The team, when we first talked about it, some of them are like, this doesn't sound very interesting. And once they heard Eric speaking about it, they're like, oh, yeah, absolutely, completely. In episode 84, we revisited a topic that has been very, very popular with this podcast. And it is about looking at the intersection between the Bible and climate change. And more specifically, we discuss the Christian faith and how it can inspire its followers to advocate for the planet. Pastor Kyle Mayard-Skop joined us. He is the Vice President of Evangelical Environmental Network. This is a great episode if you want to learn about, quote, what does the Bible say about climate change? It's got a lot of great stuff there. In episode 85, back in June, our two interns, Ruth Abraham and Lila Powell, took a deep dive into the world of carbon pricing. Believe it or not, in in the previous 84 episodes, we never actually spoke about carbon pricing in any detail. So they speak to two women, one from South Africa and one from the United States, about carbon pricing. Then, in episode 86, we looked at how we can harness local political power for climate change solutions. This episode actually got a lot of listeners, much more so than I thought, because I thought, well, who cares about local stuff? People care about local politics. In episode 87, in August, we had a lot of fun, and we had a celebrity on the show, Daryl Hannah, the actress, We also had two TikTok content creators with really decent followings, and we talked about creative, innovative ways of using TikTok to talk about climate change. Oh, and Daryl Hannah talked about Barbie, not the movie, but about the plastic product, Barbie, the plastic product. And imagine what if Mattel Corporation decided to go plastic-free. In fact, she announced it to the world that they had done it, even though they hadn't. It's a lot of fun. 
In September, we looked at the college carbon fee and dividend climate change movement. This was a movement that had started the previous semester and just took off. I mean, young people and college campuses came up with a very effective way of communicating how efficient and effective a carbon price would be, particularly carbon fee and dividend. You hear their story. You hear about their frustration, about like, we don't know what to do, until they landed on something and it is just growing and growing. October, we had a very long episode, which looked at new climate change books and podcasts. So if you're looking for new resources, that's the episode to listen to. In November, we looked at the impact of forest in our climate change fight. And we talked about the roles that forests play in urban settings, suburban, and in rural settings. And finally, in December, we had an episode solely devoted to good news. Because face it, as climate advocates, we need good news. I need good news. I get overwhelmed. This stuff is hard, right? And it's important what we're doing. So hearing successes is really critical. So that's it. That's our bonus episode, me just talking. I'm not even going to take out any of my ums. I'm just going to keep them in there. I am so grateful for you, my listener. Thank you for every time you share our show with other people and you talk about it. This is how the show grows. We now have all sorts of social media accounts that are up and running. We've got TikTok and LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram and, oh, and we're on that other one. What is that? Oh, Twitter. Yes. AKA X. Anyway, we're out there. Find us. We really are interested in you, our audience, so please contact us. Share with us your ideas, your suggestions, your thoughts, your questions, your recommendations. Give us feedback about our show. Visit us at cclusa.org slash radio. There you will see we'll have a link, actually, to a survey you can take. Or just email us, radio at citizensclimate.org. That's radio at citizensclimate.org. The number to call if you want to leave a voicemail, please do. That'd be a lot of fun. Is 619-512-9646. I'm Peterson Toscano, the host of Citizens Climate Radio. I feel honored to be able to join you in this conversation that leads to action. And as we often say here at Citizens Climate Radio and in Citizens Climate Lobby, action is an antidote to despair. So tell us about your actions. Tell us about your successes. Stay tuned. We'll be back with a full episode in February 2024. Thanks so much. 